Welcome to the Miracle Channel podcast. Every week, you'll hear powerful messages from world-renowned pastors that air on Miracle Channel, Canada's 24-7 Christian TV station. And if you want to watch more of their messages anytime you want, check out our online streaming service, Corco Plus. Follow the link in our show notes to create a free account in three simple steps. Today on the podcast, you'll hear a message from Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung founded and serves as senior pastor to Life Church, a multi-campus church in Auckland, New Zealand and Melbourne, Australia. Paul is also an author of several books and hosts a television program, Life TV. In this message, Paul DeYoung shares about the relief that washes over you when your heart is settled in the safety of God's love. Let's dive into the message. I'm one of three kids. Um, I have a twin sister and a younger sister. My father left us when I was seven. I spent most of my younger years being bounced backwards and forwards from my grandparents to my, my mother's place. My first burglary was when I was about 11. Um, drug use started when I was 12, 13, um, along with drinking. I found myself looking for a new challenge, and that's how I found myself um, in a kickboxing gym when I was 15. I had um, my, f- my first child, my daughter, when I was 21. Um, I wasn't with the mother at the time. I still found myself drifting away from any responsibilities, even though I had a daughter. I don't think I was a, an addict or a, an alcoholic or anything like that. I just enjoyed to party and get into trouble when um, I think what should have been an eye-opener was when I was quite young I got on a bender one night I got stabbed five times in the back Um, and I was told I was quite lucky to live Um, I thought that would be the wake-up call that I needed at that stage but it wasn't I found myself drug use um, cocaine and speed all sorts of stuff Um, I had help at that stage um, through close friends and my sister, Um, but I'd say no more than a a year later I had started to lose my way again. You know, I was sick of the police visits to my house. My partner, who I loved, had just been sentenced to jail five years. It just reached that point where I'd, I'd given up. I'd about given up, and I think I pretty much had given up. I think the only thing that was keeping me going was A, the drugs, and B, was the the sport, the gym where I was at, and some of the brothers that were around me still keeping me focused. It was just the average week night working in the gym, and um, this big six foot five white gentleman walks in as probably one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, and I was a bit off-put by him, I wasn't used to it. And someone walked up to me from the gym and said, oh, you wouldn't believe that he was a hard-out Christian. I remember approaching Mike um, and asked, saying to him, oh, bro, do you go to church? And he said, yes, I do, Carwin, would you like to come? 
And I was like, oh, no, 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 that's all right, that's all right. Um, I asked Mike if he would like to compete in the ring because I thought he would do really well, and Mike wasn't interested. In the end, we come up with a proposal that Mike said if, if, if I trained him and he got ready for a fight and he fought, that I'd go to church with him. If I win it, come along. It took me a bit to take that on board, but all I thought was Mike's going to fight on the Friday or Saturday night. There's no way he's going to want to go to church on the Sunday, so it's going to be a win-win for me. So anyway, Mike stuck to his end of the deal. He trained, he had his first fight, and he stopped his opponent in one round. Um, after the fight, I went on another bender, two days. Um, Sunday, early Sunday morning, I had, I thought it would be at least five or six missed phone calls before I answered the last phone call, and it was Mike Pierce on the phone. And he said, good morning, Mr. Morrison. I'm just wondering if you'd like me to pick, pick you up this morning to take you to church, or would you like to meet me there? And I couldn't say no. And that was my first introduction to, to church and, and the Lord. God is someone that I can turn to and in times of need I can pray and just know that he will always listen. He'll always be there. In addition to all uh, the kickboxing training and the work I do, um, training fighters, I also look after my elderly grandfather um, who helped raise me. I see it as um, God placed that on my heart to give back to him and give what time he has left here a, 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 a blessed time. We've got an expression at our gym that um, our head trainer and my mentor, Jason Suddy, has, it's, it's die fighting. I know not everyone agrees with that term and, and that wording, die fighting, but to me, die fighting, my walk with God, that's every day and it's something that I understand. I wonder if you've ever had the feeling of being bombarded, just simply overloaded, and those feelings of how do I live through all of this intensity? Well, a special welcome to Life TV today. It's great to have you joining us, and we're looking at the series on how do we deal with an external world from the inside out. In fact, all around us, there are billboards, heaps of requests and requirements. In fact, even when you succeed or, of course, when we fail, it's kind of like there's a lot of issues that we've got to deal with. I think time and time again, people have said to me, Paul, how do you deal with the load of being a pastor, being someone that is responsible for a large organization, you've got a family, and you live in the 21st century? I think the truth is that all of us can handle the chaos of life if we're able to establish internal security. In fact, observing many people over many, many years, it's amazing when you find strength that is inner strength, people are able to deal with the noise that's external. There's a great verse in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23. It says this, we are to keep our heart with all diligence because it's our heart, the Bible says, that causes the issues of life. 
to be formed or for out of our hearts spring the issues of life. And I want to talk a little bit about that and particularly how we can develop heart health because it's healthy hearts that are able to breed peace. As I said, I think sometimes we fall into the trap that we think everything in life is outside in. But the Bible turns it around and says, no, if you deal with your inside first, from the inside out, things will really form. We have pressure of deadlines. Uh, I remember when I was a sales rep, in fact, in Sydney, you had to fulfill the quota. And, and as you got closer to the end of the month, the pressure just kind of just seemed to become so intense that I wouldn't even sleep at night. Uh, maybe it's a relational issue. Things aren't going so well in a relationship with somebody. Um, I can remember many times uh, being a little naughty in the car in my younger years and, and going a little beyond the speed limit and, and the pressure of being caught. Now, that's not a good pressure, but it was a pressure. However, I'm sure you can relate to the fact of being bombarded. And we're talking about how do we deal with that? How do we actually develop a healthy heart? You know, Philippians chapter 4 is an amazing chapter where the Bible says in verse 6 that we are to be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with a thanksgiving, we can come to God and let Him know what we need. The next verse is so powerful. It says, because then the peace of God, which passes all human understanding, will protect our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. I love that because it's like God says, you don't have to live under the pressure of everything externally if you'll allow me access to your heart. There's a great quote that I wrote down, comes from C.S. Lewis, and he said that peace cannot be found outside of the presence of God. Maybe you're feeling like you're not coping or there is a lot of external pressure. You may even feel trapped. Can I encourage you today as we look at how we develop heart health for you to allow God to get right on the inside of you? Because the truth is for all of us, we actually live out how we're living internally. That's a challenge, but it's true. There's a young woman who has been through a whole lot in recent years. Let's have a listen to Muncie and what she's been through. My older sister and I, we, when we were like 15 or 16 years old, we, we became really good friends. We started sharing little secrets and talk about everything. Um, she, she shared with me about her boyfriend and how much she loved him. And, um, and obviously, mom and dad never knew anything about it because we wouldn't normally talk about such things um, until one day uh, she found out that he, he was engaged to someone else and she couldn't handle that. I asked her to relax and we'll talk about it and she said okay. She went into her room, she closed the door and I just heard the doorbell ringing and I went running outside the door and there was no one. And I knew there was someone from downstairs had been calling us and I went out in the balcony and it was my sister down. She jumped from the fifth floor of our apartment and she, she took her life. 
in my mind, I was like, oh, she's gonna come back home and she's gonna go to the hospital, she'll be fine. She's gonna come back home and that was all I was thinking and I'm gonna have a good chat with her. But it never happened. Mom and dad were there for us. My brother and me, we just had each other and we were, we just, my mom and dad just did everything they could to support us. My dad was our rock. He, he, he just did things so we forget about everything that's happened. We just went on with life. My, my father's health started going down. He, he's had few cardiac arrests. He was sick. But he was still a strong man for the family. He, he still, still worked really hard and provided us with everything. But I think he was depressed because he wasn't coping. He had, a, he had a smile on his face all the time. He was just being great as he's always been, but he wasn't happy at all. One day, he, he decided to take his life too. I, I gave myself to God because he knows everything about me. No one else did. I never talked about everything that happened in my life to anyone until last six months. So I just gave my life to God and I said, you do it, you do whatever, you know my heart and you know everything about me and you need to, you, you're my father, I don't have any. He, he, he provided me with an opportunity to come here, study, in New Zealand and start fresh, start new. And I did. I had a lot of challenges along the way, but God was there every step of the way. My friends don't recognize me. They're like, there is something about you, what's, you know, something good. I was so lost, but I knew, I knew God has so much planned for me. Don't give up. There is hope. God is a loving God, especially for people who lost so much in their life. And I, I know God is there for everyone. It is an amazing thing that when God gets access to our heart, everything begins to change. You see, we need to be truthful about our inner world because when we get honest with what we're feeling and where we're at, and we allow God access to that, health begins. In fact, healthy hearts, as we've seen, begins to breed peace. And when you find peace in your inner world, no matter what chaos is around you, no matter what pressure, it no longer rules. In fact, it's an amazing thing to me that the Bible says it's our outer world that is shaped by our inner world. Proverbs 4 and verse 23 says to all of us, we need to keep our heart. It's kind of like when you get something new, what you want to do is make sure you protect it, that you are going to look after it. And here the Bible says, make sure you keep your heart with all diligence. In other words, it's not something that you don't think about. No, for all of us, because of the pressure that comes to us, and if it's true that God is wanting our heart because that's the source of everything, then we're gonna find peace because if we keep our heart with all diligence, out of it will spring the issues or the 
borders, the limitations of our life. I think there's a real stronghold of a lie sometimes that we all believe or buy into. And that is this thought that what happens to us ultimately has authority over us. I'll never forget this particular lady that came along to our church and she'd been somebody that had been in church for a long time. But every service that she came to, I observed, she would sit two or three rows from the back. She wasn't like a stranger to church. She felt comfortable. But every service, she would cry. And I I remember going up to her maybe a month or six weeks after she'd been there and said, are you okay? I noticed you cry. She says, oh, I've just never been in an environment like this. I feel like every time I sense God's presence and I hear God's word, there's something that's happening deep inside of me. And as we unpacked it a little bit, we discovered that she'd been in church for sure and she'd strived to prove her worth to everyone. And she'd been through some things that had been pretty hurtful. And I just said to her, I said, honey, you know, God wants to loosen you up from the inside out. And why you're crying is you're feeling emotion as God is getting to some pretty deep issues in your life. I think all of us at times have those feelings of, You know, I don't know how to handle this, but God is able to make that change. Proverbs chapter four uh, goes on and says this. In fact, in verse 20, it says, my son, which can also mean my daughter, give attention to my words. Don't let my words depart from your ears. Do not let them depart from your eyes. And then it says, keep my words in the middle of your heart. Isn't that interesting? So it's not just what we see or hear. We all need to allow access of God's word into our heart. Verse 22, it says, for when it gets to your heart, it becomes life for you and even health to all of your flesh. Maybe you feel like you've got a broken or an empty or an untrusting, maybe even a revengeful heart. Well, you've got to be truthful about the condition of your heart. Many, many years ago, Marie and I, went to Robben Island where Nelson Mandela was held captive for some 20 plus years. And when we asked, or in fact, when he was asked why he was not resentful for his imprisonment, he went on to say these words. He said, you see, I've learned that resentment is like a glass of poison that a man drinks. And when he sits down, then he waits for his enemy to die. In other words, if I don't deal with my heart issue, by being revengeful will destroy me, not other people. Such a challenge for all of us to live out of our heart and to be truthful with what we are on the inside. There are so many verses in the Bible where God draws our attention back to our inner man. And it's because God wants to get our heart and we've got to be truthful about what goes on on the inside of our lives, our thinkings, our feelings. In fact, in Proverbs 16, the Bible says a man's heart plans his way. In other words, if your heart is not healthy, then you're going to plan not a good outcome. But then the Lord is able to direct our steps when our hearts begin to breed peace, when we understand that it's our outer world reflects our inner world. Therefore, the work is not out there. It's actually inside. Here's another thought. Hearts align with investment. In other words, you might be sitting there and think, yeah, I feel bombarded. I feel like I'm out of control. Well, it's going to take some investment to align your heart to where God needs it to be. 
It's actually going to take some time for us to open up our hearts to God so he can do what only he can do. Matthew 6, Jesus said the same thing in verse 21. Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And so often we're looking for lasting change to happen out there somewhere. But if we were to commit to heart health, if we got really truthful about what's happening inside us, then there would be a significant change that God can make. The Bible says, again, preceding that, Jesus said in Matthew 6, I think it's verse 19, that don't lay up for yourselves external stuff because moth and rust are going to destroy that. But lay up for yourself something that's going to last right into eternity because then the enemy can't take that from you. And the truth is, wherever we invest our lives or our resources or our priorities, we see a return. One of our sons, I'll never forget him committing himself to music day after day, week after week, just investing into learning an instrument. He's a phenomenal musician now, but it came because of his investment. If God was able to get your heart, everything about you and your future would begin to change. Not only for you, but for me also. I love this email I got from a young girl. We were taking up a special offering to make a real difference in people's lives. In fact, her name is Annie and I wrote it down. She's only six years of age. This is what she wrote. Dear Pastor Paul, my heart is all God's. I give what needs to be given because my soul is God's and I live for Him with all of my heart. Get this, she's six. Jealousy is not the answer, but love is what we need to give to God. God has given us this world and we owe Him lots. But not all people can give like the third world people. Adults and kids are living on scraps. But today is where I can give. And I give this letter from my heart and a little bit from my heart so everyone can change this world. P.S. It's not money that is important, but what is important is coming from our hearts. Would you read this to the church, please? <laughs> Amazing. I'm going to read it to the world. She understands hearts change futures. It's so encouraging to hear what Carwin's journey has been like. You know, those positive relationships helped bring him out of darkness. And for Muncie, to lose a dad and a sister in a few years, how do you deal with that? But she found strength because she opened her heart to what only God can do. Maybe today God wants you, as I know He does want me, to take a moment to let Him in to my inner world. It's not the stuff out there that is so important. It's what is happening in here. God is able to change, fill every heart with peace if we just invite Him to do so. Thanks for joining us today. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to hear more great messages from inspiring teachers like Paul DeYoung. Rate this podcast and write a review if you haven't already. And share this message so others can be encouraged by this teaching too. So subscribe, rate, review, and share. We hope you were inspired by today's message. God bless.